Palin, I don't have time to tell you how ill you are, but you are pallid. It's, it's like you're riding the ghostly horse of death, Gavin. You're sick. You're an ill man. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Podquisition. I was going to say welcome to Jim Sterling. Uh, welcome to the Podquisition. <laughs> I'm your host, Jim Sterling. We are joined live from... Well, it's not live. It's pre-recorded. But, but live for me from LA, Los Angeles, Hollywood. Woo! Laura Kate, yeah. star of uh, stage and screen. Yeah, I am the person that's at E3 that sat through the the most deathly conference I've ever sat through, but we'll get to that later. Yeah. I'm oh, we will. Woo. Exciting stuff. Yeah. Uh, you're there at the, in the press room I'm, right I'm now. I'm sat in the press room, so the press room is going to be treated to some goddamn disgusting stuff, and I, they're going to love it. <laughs> um, and I can't even remember how I'm hosting a show. Gavin, uh, Gavin, Gavin is here. here. Hello. Him. Yeah, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Gavin, me and you have been having a laugh this week. We've we've had a lot of fun this week, haven't we? E three Twitter has been delightful. Uh, I've it been has enjoying been that. I've gained like two, three hundred new followers I, over the last I, two days. I gained about two hundred <laughs> followers last night during the PC conference alone. <laughs> well, I mean, it was it was long enough. I mean, it was several days long, so it's not that impressive. Only the inevitable heat death of the universe can end the PC conference. Oh yeah. Well, I said last night, like the when the nuclear bombs drop, two things will survive: cockroaches and the PC gaming show of E3 2015. Yeah. So I'm just going to get this out here now. Last week we were talking about the fact that, like, last week we talked about the fact that I was going to hate E3 by the time I was done. I got like a day and a half in and I was like, oh no, this is fine. I still love video games. And then I ended up in the PC conference and that was the moment where I was like, yep, I hate video games now. Fuck this industry. This industry is dead because I had to sit on the most uncomfortable hard chair that I've ever sat on, sitting through goddamn terrible lowball question interviews, just for two and a half fucking hours. Um... The biggest piece of news we got was, hey, this game's coming to PC the same day as the PS4 and... Oh, uh, yeah. goddamn fucking PC conference. Uh. Almost three hours long. Uh, everyone was sad. Um, the people there were sad. The people watching at home were sad. Me and Gavin were, were upset. I think, Gavin, you bowed out before the end, didn't I, you? I, I nearly... F- I had to go to sleep. I, f- I, went, well, I left. The, the moment that summed it up for me was about half an hour in, someone in the front row in the VIP section just stood up and walked out and never came back. Nice! And we were like, yeah, why am I in the middle of a row? I can't do that easily. You know what easily. the funniest thing about that PC thing was, though? It's like, for all the big deal that we... I, and for me, ironically, make about like the PC master race and graphics and all that. The PC showing had like much less good-looking games than the console. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I mean, I've always said there's a. a I did a, a video years ago now called "The Beautiful Irony of PC Gaming," mm. which is that for all of its talk of, of high-end graphics and all this, the best PC games look like trash, and <laughs> and I I mean that as a compliment. Like like yeah. graphics don't matter on the one platform where people push graphics above everything well i think I, th- I think it depends on the game you know i mean i think for me it adds a lot to a game like the witcher or or you know even any game that's very high visual fidelity and a, and that's a huge part of sucking you into the atmosphere i think pc is the place to go for that if that's what you're after you know i would say arkham knight for example will be far superior on pc mm. my entire takeaway from like that conference was just like for me pc gaming is not about like the all the stuff that they were talking about during that three hours or however long it was it's like i go to pc because it has weird and wonderful weird like little tiny sex games and fucking crazy stuff it's like yeah it's like where was they didn't mention john cena once yeah where's john cena's (laughs) sexy high school adventure where's robert yang's interview where is the interview about dicks in games yeah. Fucking! This is not the PC gaming that I love. <laughs> I mean, I'll 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 be fair to the show. Like it was their first ever try of it. Uh, the idea that PC gets its own uh, showcase is a good idea. Even the chat show format could work, mm. but they 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 separated the actual gameplay from the interviews too much. And the interviews, as you said, were kind of uh, very softball yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. It just it. it 
it it it needs to be more spontaneous the, the, and, and energetic. Yeah, like the host was nice, but he had nothing to work with, and he'd clearly been told to like don't press them on anything. Yeah. And um, yeah, he's cl- uh, what day nine TV. Yeah, like the closest yeah. we got to a hardball question was, "Hey, guy from Daisy, you stopped working on Daisy before it was finished. Why did you do that?" And he gave like just a complete non-answer, and he didn't press him on it. It was like, "Oh yeah, that's a fine answer." Yeah. Yeah, he dodged. It's yeah. like, ah. Yeah. But it, yeah, but then E3's not about that. It's about promoting shit. Yeah, but... Do you know what I mean? It's about getting you hyped about shit. It's about getting you hyped about shit, and uh, that didn't get me hyped about anything. At least it wasn't the Square Enix conference. Well, you know what the... <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, you know what the moment of the PC conference was that killed it for me? There was, like, a trailer where it's, like, a man in a field, and it's, like, world exclusive, and it had all this music going. I was like, this looks like an interesting-looking indie game. I am finally excited about this conference. Oh, it's a roller coaster game. Oh yeah, that, that, that for a second I had a fleeting moment of hope, and then it's just like, oh, you've got hope. No, we're gonna fucking crush it into the ground. Yeah, you know what though? Like, fucking like on the positive side, Microsoft and Sony completely made up for that. Like, oh, they both had incredibly strong showings. So I don't think anyone's doubting. Should that. we? Should we do the thing where we go through uh, chronologically? Because we seem to be jumping about the. Uh, I think that's yeah, a good yeah, idea. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll, yeah. Where do we start? Bethesda. Uh, Bethesda, Doom. yeah. Doom. Doom. Now, is it um, is it just me or did um, did Doom mixed. look like it wasn't like it looked a bit too perfect and like it's like this is supposedly gameplay but something doesn't seem right about this being gameplay right now. It, it just seemed a little bit mm, slow or something to me. I would have liked to have seen them go back to the kind of much faster pace of the old games with the open levels and it seemed like another Wolfenstein which Obviously, it's going to be a good thing, but I, I would also have liked to have seen a more doomy doom, if that makes any yeah. sense. Yeah, I mean, the, the atmosphere I would have liked to have seen, I, I, I've said it because I did an, uh, another podcast with uh, Andrea Ritsu uh, earlier this week, and I've made the point in a, in a video I did on my YouTube channel, uh, where my biggest problem with Doom right now, and, and hope for, I would love for them to try and fix it before it comes out, is the, the colours. Uh, I, it, it really is very... Uh, very urine-like. Uh, mm. It does look like Lynx it's kind of opened his ass cheeks and pissed all over it, you know. Um, which which can work in some games really well. Like I thought it really worked in Deus Ex and yeah, in Fallout yeah. Three. It, it depends but on for the Doom. You want those vibrant, like contrast, high contrast colors. Yeah, it, it, like it's all to do with the colors. tone you're going for. Yeah. Doom is not a game in which you want the 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 gritty, realistic thing. I want cacodemons that are red and blue and garish. I want hell to be red exactly. on black yeah. with green pools of. Like slime and shit that first level of doom is unforgettable mm. because yeah. of the colors yeah. and stuff and this one it just seemed to blend into a lot of other games nothing was vivid mm. you know what i'd really like is if this inspires um a resurgence on kickstarter hopefully of those more old school mm. kind of really fast-paced shooters with the more open-ended levels because the level design in the original doom was fucking fantastic yeah Anyway, we apart from like hammering spacebar yeah. along every wall for half an hour. We've taken too long on this. We got to go, go, go. We're on a time. Hey, we got to snap through. So, fucking um, hell! Fallout Four. They showed everything. Minecraft. Fallout Minecraft, and I don't hate it. You can build Sims houses. They went above and beyond my expectations with Fallout yeah. Four, yeah. which is great. I did not expect to see that much of it, and um, yeah, all the, the fucking real Pit Boy. I want the Pit Boy. I now now look. Let me. I, I rag on pre-orders a lot. Yeah. Now, hear me out, okay? <laughs> I've always, always made the point, right? Yeah. That pre-ordering is not a good idea in most cases. But... <laughs> but if there's a, you get a sense that something might not be obtainable, not just a regular copy yeah. of a game, but you feel like something's going to sell out, then maybe you should go for it. So if you see me host a Jimquisition with a Pip-Boy on my arm, don't be mad at me. Yeah. I've not sold out my ideals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I completely agree with you. It's like, I don't pre-order games, but, oh my God, I want that Pip-Boy. <laughs> yeah, like I actually like collector's editions. I've never ragged on them as a thing. If the game itself has the pedigree to deserve it. Like, I, I don't like new IP getting it. I think it's pretentious. Yeah. Uh, but... A pit boy for Fallout, you know, fucking respected thing. I'm yeah. for it. I like the idea of it, and it's it's just a cute idea as well. And it makes yeah. sense within the the world of the game as well. It's not 
it's not something that if somebody said it's an iconic, you wouldn't be like, no, it isn't, because it yeah. actually is kind of that iconic. one actually is iconic. Yeah, and plus, it's yeah. I love collector's edition things that have things from the world in it, like the new Vegas yeah. poker chips, the Vault Tech lunchbox. Like I love collector's editions items that feel like artifacts, not just a statue or a book. You know, Bethesda just kind of excel at this stuff. Yeah, you know, they're, very they're very good at it. Yeah. Oh god, best best bit of Fallout Four news: dog meat can't die. Dog oh, yes, I heard about that. So which that. makes me so happy because <laughs> at least until his scripted oh. death. <laughs> oh, no, no. I hope not. Yeah, I, 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 I want to believe it. Also, I can't stand. Um, no, we things. called it end of this year, which yes. Um, like I was, I thought it was going to happen, and then when I saw it, I was like, I still feel surprised by this. A little bit of me didn't mm. think it would happen. I so. think we're, we're so used to the game industry not not doing the things we'd really like so that when something like that happens we're like oh it's like oh you oh, did the that happened. thing yay that's uh, nice only thing i'm disappointed about considering it's coming out like end of this year it's not on the show floor at e3 which i'm a bit disappointed in because uh, i was like oh i want to get my hands show. on that you know what was um <clears throat> what was funny actually was the visual fidelity of the game was a lot better than i expected after the trailer yeah, once you see I it, think the once you see it running, it's, yeah, once you see it running, yeah. it's like, oh, this makes sense in context. This looks good when yeah. it's running. So, I mean, it's no, it's no Witcher Three yeah. or Crisis, but it's it's you know, it looks be. a lot better yeah. than I expected. Well, you know, when all the mods come to the PC and the Xbox One and the PS4, then you know it's going to look mm. even better. That mod stuff was interesting. I, I'm very curious how mods on console are going to happen with oh, graphics yeah that was big news but, wasn't it yeah graphics mo- mods did you see what i was saying console. about that you're going to see in the youtube comments like over the next uh over the next few years now it'll be like oh you're such a pc elite scumbag shut up and be like, oh oh okay i'll just keep this laser shotgun mod to myself then <laughs> <laughs> no come back pc is the best <laughs> it's good stuff um i they, really good news all round on the fallout front the voiced protagonist we will get used to and of course you can play as a woman yeah. because there's no way bethesda would have would have not well, I'm glad they put paid to that yeah. rumor. Some people yeah. were a bit upset that you couldn't play a gay character, but I think you might be able to because I have a feeling that you're the baby. I had that sense, yeah. yeah. Like, why oh, make yeah. you deal with the, the whole baby aspect if it's not going to come up in yeah, game? Family. Well, I mean, one thing people forget is there are plenty of people who have been married who are gay. Yeah. Mm. There are plenty of people who have been married who, you know, uh, are, who, who are interested in everybody, now, you know, hands is, up. Well, that is true. I don't think video games are at that point yet. If you see someone in a straight relationship at the beginning of a game, yeah, they are straight. <laughs> Maybe. I, but then I, again, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think Fallout uh, has in the past, maybe not. I, I know some games, at least I, I know Bioware's done it, you know, you could swing anywhere you want. Skyrim, there we go, Skyrim. You can go around, you can bang whoever you like, yeah. you know. Oh, Whatever species. And Fallout, <laughs> yeah. Fallout Shelter, that iOS game that's surprisingly fun, that she was just like, yeah, here it is, it's out now, go play a Fallout game. Yeah, I'd be, I was annoyed because I don't have an iOS device, but I, I've, yeah, I've, been needing, I've been needing to get one again for a while to just cover yeah. more mobile stuff, is and the I'm point? probably going to get one today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's it's weird but like yeah I can understand that um what else did we have we had Dishonored 2 Dishonored Dishonored 2 yeah, which female great. playable character woo you get to be Emily yeah that's so fucking and that, cool yeah oh god that trailer looked cool yeah I, and, uh, she looks cool Kara Ellison is the uh is narrative lead yes, on that yes which is like I like a lot of the the way she writes stuff I I will happily play this no, yeah, well, is well one, done to Kara. Anyone gonna pick Corvo? Like, <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, my one tearing point is, I mean, Emily looks cool, and the the powers they hinted at with the shadowy stuff that she does is awesome. But she, ne- I need her to have a skull mask. Everyone needs a skull mask in she'll Dishonored. Get like, get, she give her her own one. one at the start, but she'll get one about a third of the way so. into the game, or she'll get one in the final act as her, like, ah, oh, now I am finally yeah. the Dishonored. Because I don't give a shit about Corvo as a character, but I love that fucking mask. Yeah. So yeah, Bethesda's conference, I think, was like a really strong start to, to E3. Oh, yeah. they, they their really... first ever show, they they did damn well. Yeah, they, there was no point in their conference where I was like, not happy to be watching. Yeah. So good on them. Then we had Microsoft, and Microsoft were pretty damn good as well. They they had honestly, a pretty good yeah. Show. 
I'm someone who's very cynical about Microsoft. I've made no secret yeah. about that, and I've hated their past few. The past, every every time they've done any conference over the past few years, it's been embarrassing. I went in expecting a shit circus, yeah, and, and they and I know they turned Phil out Spencer. Phil Spencer dropped his dick and had the smile on his face to show it. Sorry, Gavin, I had to talk about dicks for a second. Please go on. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> I did not have my dick out while I raised an eyebrow at the fact that everyone was cheering Microsoft for something that really should have been on the console at launch. Oh, yeah, I, I don't disagree. They, they should have been, but equally, it's something that they're doing that Sony cannot do with the PS4 because of the differing architecture stuff. So Are you, that, Really? That, Can they not? Um Having spoken to some people who've developed stuff for PS4, it is that different from the PS3 that, like, wow. software-based emulation what, of the PS3 is not What going I don't to get happen. is, like, the the Xbox 360 was a completely dis- different well, disc format. It's, 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 not the, it's not the disc format that's the problem. It's that, like, both the Xbox One and the Xbox 360 were very, like, similarly based on, like, PC architecture, whereas yeah. the PS3 had this weird thing. What What was it, the... What was their weird chip they had? I can't remember oh, what it's called. You know I think what it wasn't the Emotion Engine. <laughs> no, that was something thing, else. Whatever it was. They had something. They had some chip where it's basically like every, like half of the stuff gets processed through the RAM rather than through its own chip. And it processed oh. stuff in a really weird way. And then they switched over to like a PC-centric architecture for the PS4, which basically means that like software-level emulation of PS3 games is very, 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 very unlikely to ever happen. So that was that was a coup for for Microsoft. Yeah. And and you know, I'm, but what I'm, Sony are doing though, isn't it? They're putting a lot of they're redoing the code for a lot of the old games and putting it on the store. Yeah, they're re like, but they're reselling it to you as well. Whereas Microsoft yeah. were like, yeah, if you, if it's in your digital library, it'll just show up on your Xbox One when it's ready. At least, at least, if it's ready. I mean, let's not pretend that the list so far hasn't been suspiciously uh, uh, restricted, and I hope it opens oh, up. Okay, so like, I can play, so I can play Mass Effect on my Xbox One now, so that's like, I was happy about that. Well, let's hope they fix the frame rates because the frame rates on the Xbox 360 for Mass Effect were unbelievably bad. It's not going <laughs> to be any better. The way that, but no, it, yeah. it it was good news. I do agree that that it should have been here from the start. I do think it's it's a perfect example of what the video game industry is. That the industry was all backwards compatibility doesn't matter. Only a small percentage care about it. And then when they really needed a win from somewhere, it becomes this huge mic drop moment in an E three. Yeah. Uh, well, you know the centerpiece of was, gaming. It was a smart move for them because they know that Sony's unlikely to be able to do it, and it was just there, like because they were going on in front of Sony, and Sony has nothing for yeah. this year. It was like, hey, here's a thing Sony can't do. Have fun countering that in your press yeah. press event, Sony. <laughs> Woo. Plus, of course, I mean, with so many people, the, the 360 was such a ubiquitous thing. You know, it was that generation's PS2. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of people have it, and trying to now position the Xbox One as an upgrade rather than a replacement was a, a very clever thing to yeah. do because now it feels like an upgrade. Yes, exactly. Uh, what else did we have? We had the Dark Souls 3 trailer that popped during the Microsoft conference. Yeah, that that, that, that was a nice confirmation that it exists. Yeah. Can't say much more. No, it, it was like, well, this is Dark Souls. It's coming early 2016, as they said. Annualized Souls is probably happening. I, yeah. I watched uh, uh, Kevin from GameSpot saw the uh, the Dark Souls 3 demo and uh, he said it's, it's I, pretty much the same. I haven't it's seen the demo yet but I'm, I'm seeing the demo tomorrow so by the time this goes up I will probably have seen it. So long as it's closer said, to 1 than 2 I'm happy. As you would expect. Yeah, and that's what I'm expecting. It's just like, show me that this is another next-gen Souls game. That's that's what I want. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. We had Gears of War 4 looked I was surprisingly into the footage of Gears of War 4 that was shown. Yeah. Like I'm well, they... I'm not a Gears of War person. I like wasn't really into the Marcus Phoenix games. And this looked like Mass Effect protagonist, bit faster paced. I was like, oh, I like this. This looks fun. It, was, it, it had a horror atmosphere. And yeah. then the, the first Gears games don't get the credit they have, but, but they actually had some genuine, like, survival horror influenced moments across the whole series and it looks like this one they might be just going further in that direction which excites me I I would play a Gears horror game 
Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I think they, I'm not sure they picked the best part of the game to show off the demo because it did kind of trundle along a little bit. It was a bit boring. I, I didn't think so. I was, I was hooked on that. Like as someone that like generally switches off a bit when like something like Gears happens, I was hooked through that. I was like, this looks like the kind of Gears game that I want to play. Yeah. Cool. So uh, yeah, well, I think that I, I can't wait to replay Gears One HD. That that was the news that I was like, yeah, yeah this, this that is makes be great. me. I am interested in that. I, I the first Gears was a, the first Gears got me properly into online gaming because I was I never I was shy of the idea uh, and I, I I had a weird thing about it. I was like, I don't want to go on there. Everyone will think I'm shit and everyone will laugh at me. And then I went on Gears and I was shit, uh, but I just. I got hooked and then I got a lot better and then, you know, every time a Gears game comes out now, I'm just like, first thing, just jump on Mm. that fucking online. Oh, God. Um, Thing that we need to address. um, The thing that could be terrible. Xbox One's getting early access games. No! No! As I said on Twitter, as I said on Twitter, what could possibly go... (laughs) (laughs) Here's here's the thing. I don't think it's going to be as bad as we're expecting purely based on the fact that like it seems like they are doing the thing that that Valve doesn't do which is they're having curation yeah, they are yeah. selecting they have games to. and being like okay we have decided this game is okay to go on our early yeah. program Xbox Live is not Steam they yes. can't get away with they that can't they can't get away with putting up buggy so much trouble that are going to break yeah. your machine so as as much as, as as I am looking at it and just just wanting to yeah. vomit I I do I don't trust Microsoft as a company that gives a shit about its customers, but I do trust Microsoft as a company that wants to cover yeah, its ass. That said, that, and yeah. yeah, it's I trust them not to do anything stupid, but equally, any time that I have to say the sentence Xbox One Early Access, I feel like throwing up. Yeah, it, it, it is Xbox, what did they call it, Xbox Preview? Uh, yeah, at least you get free trials of all the games. Yeah, that's, that is something as well. You can something get a free demo needed, for yeah. any game that's on there before you buy it, so... That's good. Um, oh god, the Hololens demo. Yeah. I. Here's the thing. I. I. I'm not sold on this Hololens alternate reality headset thing. But my god, did they somehow nail the showing off VR on stage thing? Like, they sold it well. Yeah. Yes, they sold yes. it better than like any anyone has ever sold VR on video before. I just want it to. Because I was watching that demo, and I'm like, if I was in his position, I'd ball my hands into fists and just smash everything. Yes. Well, you know what I'm disappointed about? You know when the table opened up, it's like, summon my Minecraft world. I am just disappointed that we didn't just get a huge cock come out the table. Like, <laughs> just rising gloriously. That's the first what, thing you know I'm going to do when I get a HoloLens. I just, just want to have, like, it's like, welcome, friends, to my home, and then just a giant cock comes out of my table. Yeah, to chariots of fire. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to get fucking contact lenses when VR comes out, aren't I? Yeah. I'm, I'm sure they're not going to design them for people who wear glasses. Actually, I will say this of the Oculus. Uh, the only that's the only VR I've tried. They because I was going to I was taking my glasses off anyway because I don't uh, my eyes are fine with screens that are close. Um, and the guy said, "No, you can keep them on." And and then I, I put them on and that hurt my eyes because I'm not supposed to have my glasses on next screens, but I didn't want to refuse him because he was so insistent I wear them. Um, so that, at, at least with Oculus, uh, they are uh, they think about that issue about glasses. But I still think it's prohibitive. Like, I, I strain and shit, like, I get that a lot. Like, that's what I'm worried about. Yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm trying out all of the headsets at some point this week, so... You know, I I will come back. I have next a question. I, I have a question, guys. What's your question? And this this may sound like a stupid question, but I really didn't understand the tech. You know the way we could see on the table the hologram. Yeah. Um, are people not wearing the headsets going to be able to see that hologram? No, or no. Is it only when you're no, wearing what the headset? No, what they did is they basically put like the headset screen over the camera, and that's what we were seeing. Is we were seeing the camera acting as someone wearing a headset. Yeah, okay. you you know how the the 3DS works where you look through the screen on there when they do the the augmented reality things and yeah. things pop up like it's just a camera you're holding the 3DS camera and things in 3D are on so, the screen. Yeah. It's basically that over your eyes yeah. so you, it looks a bit real. So yeah, basically what we saw there is like if you're wearing a headset you'll be able to see that if you're not wearing the headset you won't. 
because VR hologram heads, I don't know. So yeah. yeah, it's just it's one of those things that sounds cool in a very controlled environment. But I don't. I I, I have a, a kid and a, a puppy running around and chasing a cat. Like my 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 environment is beyond control, uh, and something tells me I'm just not. It's not gonna work like, how it does on a very clean yeah. open stage. That being said, I am convinced that like if they can get the price point for that down to like parents can afford it as a Christmas present for kids price point kids are going to nag and nag and nag and nag for that. Oh, yeah, like, if, it, that if is, they get the price down. If they can get the price down, that is going to be the, the, the headset that sells VR to kids. Because Otherwise, Minecraft the only is, audience yeah. the only audience is Ben Kachera right now. <laughs> yeah. But no, um, I was looking at that, I was like, if nothing else, the Microsoft, uh, the um, the Mojang acquisition was completely worth it to give a killer app for their VR headset. That, that for me was the biggest twist of E3 when that lady came out and said Mojang. A Mojang. I'm, I've been saying Mojang. I feel yeah. like an idiot. I think it is Mojang. I think she's an idiot. I think she's the fucker. <laughs> Maybe she's just trying Mo to trick Yang. us all. Maybe she's gaslighting us. She just like whispers to Phil Spencer before she comes out. I'm gonna say Mojang and fuck them up. Well, in, no, in Scandinavia, J is, J is pronounced like our Y in Scandinavia. I refuse to believe I think. it. Not, not 100% on I that. I think she's going to turn around next conference and she'll go to a new like pronunciation. It'll be like... She'll call it Bojang. It's like, more young. <laughs> and we'll be like, fuck you. Well, if you remember in, in Skyrim, it wasn't Jorvaskr, it was Jorvaskr. Yeah, we don't live in Skyrim, no, Gavin. We don't. Yes, we do. We're, we're gonna, we're gonna <laughs> speak for yourself. <laughs> The amount of time I've spent in there, I may as well. I'm just going to warn us. We're going on way too long. We said we, we were going to try to keep this yeah. to an hour, and Microsoft has taken us to 25 minutes. Okay, so Let, let's yeah, quickly Let's talk about Recall. Yeah, recall looked cool. You could put a ball in a robot dog and then put it in another robot. Awesome. That looked cool. Anyway, yeah. next thing. Rise of the Tomb Raider, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that looks... That looks, as again, as expected, but that's not a bad thing. Yeah, it looks exactly like the original one in terms of almost everything, yeah. and I'm, I'm yeah. not fussed about I'm, that. I like the first I'm one I'm very pleased to see the sort of like very fast-paced action stuff that was going on with it, where it's like, yeah, let's throw you into go it, go climb this thing, and stuff will happen very fast. And Lara fast. looks incredible. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. So the amount of detail. I, I love the last reboot game, so I am very happy for more. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. Was it, was, uh, it my, was it during Microsoft we saw the adorable developer and his woolly game? That was EA, but EA's oh, and Ubisoft's okay. press conferences were so met overall that we can just throw it in here. Well, Yanni looks cute, and that developer is adorable. Yeah, what's it yeah, called? Can we have um, him like present everything from now on? Him and Mr. Coffee. <laughs> what's that? What was that game called? Um, uh, Unraveled. Unraveled. Yeah, that game looks adorable, and I am so excited for that. Yeah. Basically, it seems like that was U uh, EA's version of the uh, the Ubisoft Valiant Hearts games, where it's like, yeah, here's our EA indie game. Yeah. Which yeah. I am he up was... for that. And the Twitter account, the Unraveled Twitter account, is my favourite Twitter account right now. It's just pictures of the yarn cat in different places in real life. Yeah, it's just and adorable. they just brighten my day when they pop up in amongst all the snarky cynicism. Yeah, and and how enthusiastic he was! Oh my god, it was yeah, so adorable. Yeah, just terrified and in, into what he's yeah. doing yeah. with his hand tattoo and his like little nervous laugh when he was explaining the parts of it that he found fascinating and funny. It was just like I love yeah. this guy. Aww. I want to give him a hug. So that's a good transition point to EA. <laughs> EA. Um, EA had some good stuff, and they also completely fucking dragged for like the, half of their show. Football Sport. story corner. Oh god, yeah. With fucking oh, come on, the Pele thing was hilarious. Don't know. Uh, so <laughs> they got on a soccer football, um, English football player. Well, not English football player, but English football. They got a player called Pele on, who's apparently a big deal, and he Pele. Laura. I don't know who the fuck he is. Pele's Brazilian. He played for Brazil. He's the I most famous the football player ever. So here's, here's all I know about him. They brought him out on stage to talk about FIFA. And he didn't actually talk about FIFA. They brought him on to talk about just anecdotes about football. And so, okay, so his, Pele, Pele is the Elvis of, of football. He might, he's the Elvis he's like of ruining greatest. press conferences. He's, he's the Elvis of taking yeah. one tiny anecdote and stretching it out to nine fucking minutes. So here is the, yeah, here is the anecdote. he doesn't... It, <laughs> Video game, like video games, like became a thing when he was like a hundred and three. Yeah. Why is he on a stage? You know? Can I tell you oh, the the anecdote he stretched out? It boiled down to, I once told someone that football is a beautiful game, and then other people started agreeing with me and saying that it is also a beautiful game, and that's why we now call 
football the beautiful game. That was his entire fucking anecdote. Laurie, you spoiled it. Fucking minutes. I was waiting for the theatrical version of that story to come out, Laura. You don't need the nine fucking minute version of that. Pele's eloquence is in his feet, okay? Well, then then don't get it. Well, he should have used it to walk off the fucking stage. (laughs) Yeah, that's where I was like, oh, God, I'm falling asleep. I'm sorry, I can't can't slag Pele off. (laughs) Yes, I'm going to slag him off. If my dad ever hears this, he's going to be mad. I was was at the same place as Pele was, and I found him fucking boring. So have have fun listening to that, Dad. On the plus side, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2 exists. <laughs> yeah, that looks cool. <laughs> right. What was with everything having Danger Zone this year, though? That it wasn't, actually. Like, it was, oh, oh, yeah, it was the, the same the game, Gav. all Danger Zone at the moment. Better use that song. Well, it, was the same, it was the same game in two conferences, is the problem. I, and they just used Danger Zone twice. I don't mind it, though, because I like Danger Zone. I will happily have every trailer of E3 have Danger I Zone as the soundtrack. I don't mind it, but when we've been watching Unraveled and we're all in this, like, we've had just had this really quiet dude come out and talk, like, just grinning and smiling, being cute. We see the, the yarn cat game and everyone's all, ah, and we're all, like, quiet and sleepy. And then it's just, ah, just yelling at us, like, j- terrifying everybody. Uh, so now you play as the plants attacking the zombies rather than the z- Zombies are attacking the plants. Uh, it's the other way around. Or is around. it the other way around? It, I don't even know it's anymore. It's the way around, and zombies took over, I think. Who who cares? It's more of that game. That was a good game. Uh, yeah, it was... Uh, okay, it, so let, b- before we move on from EA, we should we should have to mention Mirror's Edge. Well, yeah, we do. It looks really cool, yeah. and it's coming soon. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. know what else to I mean, say about <laughs> it. <laughs> well, there was, like, really... Good news about it. A, there's no shooting. Yes, just, yeah, like, that was so interesting. Apparently, no the shooting. combat is really fast, and you can keep moving while doing it. Oh, and it's one, and seamless, always open, running. It's one seamless open world, which is nice. Yeah. yeah. Instead of like having this really annoying level where you should climb up fucking scaffolding for yeah. an hour. Do you remember and they that? Said oh my y- god. Yeah, I did not like the. I liked everything the first game tried to be, but I could not get through and it all because it, it was just so hard. It seems to like they're taking play. the right lessons from the first game. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think since the first Mirror's Edge, we've seen parkour in games evolve a lot from things like Brink to things like Dying Light um, and then third-person games like Assassin's Creed doing it more and more. So we're in a good place where, where a lot of that groundwork's now been laid so Mirror's Edge doesn't have to try and do anything yeah. too new with it. All they have to do is expand it and it seems they've really gone hell for leather with yeah. that. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And then last up, Mass Effect Andromeda trailer. I am excited for more Mass Effect. I got angry I love, at that. I love I, that sorry. it's uh, not a prequel. That is all I wanted to know. It's set after Mass Effect 3, and that's fucking yes, and great. That is what I wanted. I, I'm just happy. I was like, yep, yeah, there's a female Krogan. There's some cool-looking stuff mm-hmm. happening. Here's a person running through explosions. This looks like more Mass Effect. Complete, yeah. Completely new galaxy, which was a smart idea. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm really happy. They don't have to pick a canon now, you know. And, I'm happy you know, for... If, Sorry. Oh, sorry, you go ahead, Jim. <laughs> oh, no, 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 I'll let you finish. Well, no, it's just like... If, no, it's if a nice it Christmas a, present for you. you if it finish. had been a prequel like I was afraid of, I wouldn't have cared because I'd have known how everything ended up, i.e. in a load of bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm well, really glad that they're a, moving forward. A prequel could have been nice if it had been like, um, let's say we go before the... Uh, the last time that the Reapers came round, so we've got an entire different race of character, like series of characters. Um, don't set it being about the Reapers. Just be like, no, here's another story that happened in that universe during that time frame. Like that could have yeah, been cool. They could have done it. Then you still right, know it's all going to end up in fucking bullshit, though. Uh, I'm not so. <laughs> you know, I'm not so thing, right? as you, but <laughs> I, I'm really happy for you, Mass Effect fans. Okay. But and, and I realise this was me being naive and incredibly fucking stupid. I realise it's my fault. But when I see what looks like a kind of augmented reality holographic menu being manipulated by a hand and yeah. in space and it pans back and I see someone wearing a big bulky helmet with blue on their back... I'm going to think it's dead space for for just a little <laughs> moment. And then when they turn around and I see N7 on their chest, like I, I, I can't describe the upset that went through me oh, no, I had uh, the, before I then realised I, I was an idiot. I had the opposite where I was like, what is this game? I'm not interested in this game. Oh, wait, N7 logo? <laughs> <gasps> yeah. Like I said, like, I'm really Johnny happy Cash threw me off. Was, that, that wasn't... Uh, 
I was like, what is this? And that it was then then when you heard the the Mass Effect music at the end. Yeah. It's like, oh. So e- yeah. EA's Good conference had some cool stuff, but it was padded out with like, oh god, how long is this sport and cars stuff going to go on? Ugh. Yeah, they did really they have did. That Star Wars game as well, or was that? Oh yeah, they did. Microsoft they did have. They did have Star Wars. We've seen Star Wars at a few Which, other events. Know, I looks, didn't get too excited it for good. it. It you know, it's Battlefield with the Star Wars yeah. skin. Which it, who's going to? It's a game we've already that, seen. You know? I'm just waiting to you know get my hands on it now. Yeah, I like the sound effects. Very authentic sounding. Yeah. But so yeah, yeah it de- it definitely it certainly captured the atmosphere. Yeah. And yeah. the Frostbite engine is fucking glorious oh. looking. So next conference we've got up is Ubisoft, and um, here is how I'm going to sum up Ubisoft. They Ubisoft took a load of stuff that looked that should have been really cool and made it look fucking boring. <laughs> that is that is Ubisoft. They took all this stuff I, that on paper should have been really cool, and they made me not fucking care about it. I think I think you know it being the, Clancy Soft was the problem. Like three Clancy games, and I'm like, I, I've got minimum tolerant minimal minimum tolerance for them at the best of times. They are quite similar, you know. There's a very, but uh, Ubisoft had the best moment in the entire conference, which was fucking. Jason Derulo coming in, oh, singing completely out of tune and getting so shot down by Aisha Tyler. Oh, God. Yeah, l- I, right after Aisha Tyler was desperately yeah. mining for memes, and oh, I'm like, look to the stage, meme. Aisha, he's right there. Let's make a meme, yeah. everyone. There's your meme. Oh, God. Yeah, that bit was Jason, horrible. Like, trying to pick up that dude yeah. by talking about rickets. Like, I, I never thought I'd see yeah. that in my day. Jason Derulo <laughs> came on stage for Just Dance and then didn't do any of the dance moves that Just Dance was telling him to do. He's no. just like, no, I'm going to do my own fucking dance. Also, and, and <gasps> oh, yeah, and he didn't do any the singing I mean he's like I'm gonna do my own singing fuck being in tune yeah and I love that just before he went for Aisha's hand he sang the most I mean this shit was flatter than I don't know a pancake <laughs> under a steamroller right I was gonna say something else but it was sexist I don't know how Aisha Tyler didn't go for it because I tell you what my pussy was moist like that it was the best singing I'd ever heard oh Oh god. He was he, you know, I have I have a message for Ubisoft after this conference. I f- think I need to get this out of the way. So, Ubisoft, I fucking 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 hate you. So, um <laughs> the end of the conference, they go to do their one last thing and they're like so most of what we've been doing today is um, uh, yes. we've been doing a lot of like new IPs because new IPs are great and we love new stuff. However, you know what's better? Taking <laughs> franchises that people love and bringing new installments that revitalize those series and taking things that you haven't seen in a while and making them entirely new and finally giving you that new entry in the series that you want and that everyone's been asking for. Here we go. And I was like, I was shaking. I was like, beyond fucking good and evil too. It's fucking yeah, happening. I really it's wanted fucking, it fucking, to be fucking, that fucking as well. happening. And then yeah. it's some I can't even remember what game it was. It's like it was some ghost. It was Ghost yeah, Recon. Ghost it was another Clancy song. Now you can snort coke here's a, in. Here's the question, guys. Uh, yeah. And I think I think the answer to this is yes. But do you think in the current climate that it would be the perfect time to put out another Beyond Good and Evil? Now that there are so much, so many more, especially like female gamers, and, and yeah, it's such yeah. a big topic at the moment. I, I mean, because I saw yeah. someone like, defending it by saying, you know, the first game was a flop. Uh, Ubisoft would never be so stupid as to yeah, do it again. Yeah, but they fucking said. August last year, they were like, yes, we are making it. Michel Ancel is making it. It's the thing. We want he's, it to exist. He's now said he's not. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they came out and oh, said God. no, yeah. Well, that, well, it's a bit back and forth, this story at the moment, because IGN posted an interview in which they were like, yeah, Michel Ancel's not working on it anymore. And then as of last night, that interview got pulled down and you can't <clears> find <throat> that interview anymore. And GameSpot had a, like, they didn't source where they got the news from, but they're like, yeah, we have heard from a very reputable source that the entire game's being cancelled like all I'm saying is Ubisoft just fucking end my misery put out a press release that says Beyond Good and Evil 2 is no longer happening Michelle Ancel's not on the project the project's been cancelled we're not working on it we're really sorry put out that fucking press release because until you do you're going to break my heart again and fucking again and fucking again I almost feel and fucking again I feel like I feel like they're never going to say no because they love people dangling. Like, it keeps them watching. And they've used it as a carrot before, like, where it's like, well, maybe we'll do Beyond Good and Evil. Let's see how well Beyond Good and Evil HD sells. We might do Beyond Good and Evil 2. Let's see how well Rayman Origins sells. Like, they they use it as a carrot. Don't fucking end your show with, like, here's a description that sounds like it could be Beyond Good and Evil. Oh, wait, no, it wasn't. Sorry. Yeah. It was was Ghost Recon right after we've shown you Rainbow Six yeah. and fucking just, The Division just when I thought I couldn't hate Ubisoft
Microsoft anymore. It's like, hey, we're going to dangle that carrot you've been pleading for and then give you, hey, here's a guy snorting coke and a shooter game. It was a vicious, it was it was vicious what they did. But hey, it's New South Park, so that's Oh something. yeah, New South Park. The, what's it? The um, shattered butthole. Shattered butthole. The shattered uh, fractured butthole. Oh, the fractured butthole. Butt yeah. And, and they did that for on like, which... That sounds like a Dark Souls 2 message. <laughs> I, I like the sense of humour I did quite enjoy when they came on stage and were like yeah we've got to make another one because we need at least a 9.5 from GameSpot yeah they they, they, they they know what they're doing yeah. they, 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 have they, a, they were entertaining they have a formula down and but they weren't, it's superheroes now I'm up for that they weren't as entertaining as the guy hosting the For Honor presentation, who is my new god. Like, like second only to the hoop god. Um, <laughs> that dude who came out with the cane, the rings on his fingers, the big beard, and was just like, ah, <laughs> For Honor, me money! Like, it He's was incredible. The ga- I, I will I tweeted buy anything. That he'd better he- be a, a playable character, and the game's own Twitter <laughs> account retweeted that. <laughs> <laughs> And they were like, yes, we, we, we have him as something or other. I don't know if they were joking or not, but I hope he is a fucking playable character. <laughs> he should be playable in everything. Oh, God. Yeah. So, yeah, fuck Ubisoft. Yes. Uh, which brings us round to Sony, I think. Yeah, and I was in the room for the Sony one, and Ooh, my... Here's the thing. Even, like, walking away from the conference afterwards, there's a lot of complaints to be made. That being said, being in the room, it was hard not to go with the hype when it's like, oh, here's The Last Guardian and Shenmue 3 and Final Fantasy VII HD and here's this awesome-looking Horizon game and here's all these things happening. I got pretty hyped. Yeah, it was like, it was like if you were a weeaboo, it was like you're absolute... And I am a fucking weeaboo. <laughs> I, watch, I watch netball, volleyball, swimming anime. I am a fucking weeaboo if ever there was one. And... I I was just crying at that conference. I was like, it was, oh, it's it was something I else. It to be. When the Final Fantasy reveal, I think, because I've been doing my pithy commentary on Twitter all night, yeah. and all I could tweet was no fucking cocking way. Like, <gasps> I, I just, I, I was stunned. I'm not going to lie. I shed a they're, tear. They're I shed fuck a up. fucking <laughs> tear at that. And you know it's not going to happen until like 2018. It's fucking years away. If that, yeah. But I did shed a tear because I was just like, oh, it's, it's happening. <laughs> And but it was ex- it was an exciting show. Yeah. Like they they tore the roof so, down. They delivered. Thoughts on the last. It was yeah. weird though that Shenmue was a Kickstarter. Like why isn't Sony paying for that if they're willing? Like to... why aren't they paying just the extra two million? Why don't? Like, it, it seems to me more that it's not. They don't need the money. They want to see commitment. Yeah. I think that seems to be what it's, it is. They want to see commitment, is, and then they'll. There stump is a ton up. of people that like have said for years they want Shenmue three, but this was like okay. Is there at least X number of you that are going to put your money where your mouth is? And yeah. like that put just some money to be there. Like, oh, there are people who are demanding this game. It's basically what they did with Bloodstained yeah. Ritual of which, the Night. Like these investors are now saying, "Prove it." Which yeah. I've got so I've got so many mixed feelings on. Yeah, like it, it, I really am worried about this becoming. Yeah, you it, know, it's a dangerous precedent. EA yeah. getting involved it's, and all this kind of horror. It's stuff. a dangerous precedent to have Kickstarter's promoted in press conferences when it's like yeah. this game does not currently exist we told you a title give us your money and that's all that the Shenmue 3 thing boiled down to and it took eight hours for them to get two million yeah. and at the same time it's very good for now despite mm. what other people like despite what some pundits have said it's very good for Kickstarter overall yes, it's... to bring that much attention to get people invested in the idea of crowdfunding making accounts on Kickstarter well, it has a good, really good knock-on it, effect. It does, but the big thing that like I came away walking away from that Shenmue 3 announcement with was Sony are going to have to make sure this game comes out and is good because oh, um, yeah. like using press conference uh, space to announce a Kickstarter basically says, we are promising you that this game will happen and that it will happen when it's supposed to and that it will be good if you put your money on it. And like that is... It's the first time I've seen a big publisher be like, yes, we are committing to this Kickstarter happening properly. And if this Kickstarter goes south, it's going to be a huge fucking blow to Sony. Yeah, I think whatever happens, this is going to be a historic yeah. installment in the you know rather short history of crowdfunding. I'm fascinated and it could to have, see how it plays yeah, out, yeah. Could lead to brilliant or dreadful things, and I, I can't wait to find out which. Yeah, so other stuff that happened. Um, the Last Guardian, it looks exactly the same fucking thing that it was when it showed off six years ago. Which, um, to be fair, now looks a little dated. Well... <laughs> 
I mean, I don't want to be the the, the negative Nancy. Yeah, here, I, I was. Ex- but it it the the wall textures and things looks like uh, PS3 era. They really did, yeah. and that's without hyperbole. Well, it looked. I I've watched the streams back, and it looked better in person than it did on the stream. The stream didn't do it justice. It looked you know really what? It nice can in look, that room. Um, it can look like an N64 game for all I yeah. fucking care. Well, it's got a bird dog in it. Yeah, I was. Oh, I mean, t- Ico I, Ico was one of my favorite games, and its textures were dog yeah. shit. Well, I yeah. I was disappointed to see that it wasn't on the show floor like I was hoping to get my hands on it while I was here um I expected with the amount of time it's been gone I thought we were going to see something that looked drastically different in what the game was I thought it had I assumed it would have gone undergone bigger overhauls than it did whereas it's like no this looks like the exact same game we saw yeah, I can't see anything different they about came this out, game. like after the showing they were saying why it took so long it's like oh we were trying to get the frame rate solid and it's like well, no really? Like, my entire Miracle Sound career has happened in the time since you put well, it like, As people have pointed out, trailer. all three Uncharted games and The Last of Us have happened, and Uncharted 4 is probably going to happen before this, in the time that this has been developed. But yeah, frame rates does not, especially yeah. for an industry that doesn't give a fuck about them most I, of the time. Like, it's an odd reason. I, I really want to have the, like, uh, five, ten years from now, I want to see the post-mortem on this game's development. When, while, while we're bringing back wonderful Japanese companies and franchises, can we please bring back Clover for Okami too, please, <gasps> yes, anyone? I did temporarily. There was a point during the conference when I thought that was happening. I think it was when Shenmue happened, when the petals were happening. I thought it was going to be a new Okami. That would have actually, like... That would yeah. have actually just blown. I, the I saw the rose, bl- the rose blossoms falling, and I thought it was going to be a new Akami. But the, I mean, for me, the game that the typified E three for me this year was definitely Horizon. <gasps> yeah, Horizon looks fucking that gorgeous. That was so good. Um, yeah, I, I was up in the Sony press and area. And another female protagonist. Yeah, like I, I was up in the so many this year. Yeah, I was up in the Sony press area today, looking at that on like a like decently sized TV, and I was like. This looks fucking gorgeous, and it looks like actual gameplay. This looks like a game that's further along than I expected. Yes, I want to shoot. Pro- further along than Kingdom Hearts Three. Yeah, God. yeah. Kingdom Hearts Three now in what development. What the fuck was that about? Uh, yeah, we'll get to that though. Yeah. But yeah, Horizon, basically the Last of Us meets Enslaved, yeah, you're in- meets Monster Ygritte, Hunter, meets Ygritte, Braveheart, uh, Brave. Egrid versus Robo T Rex. Yeah. Yes, please. It's yeah. go hunt the Robo T Rexes with your bomb and bow and arrows and harvest their energy tank spine spikes it's it looks fucking awesome that is yeah. that has quickly skyrocketed up to the top of my most anticipated list I'm just like this feels like a video game that exists enough for me to get excited so yay woo yeah Sony Sony did damn well yeah they, damn damn well it, it's not to say they did perfectly because like walking out of that press conference like I suddenly stopped to be like well they didn't address a backwards compatibility and that's a problem. They they have nothing until like six months. Like they don't have anything until like a couple of months into two, 2016. They have nothing for the rest of this year, which is a really big problem. Um, a lot of the stuff they have is not yet in a playable state. It's It was a good show to be watching in the moment. But as soon as yeah. you stop and think, wait, what am I actually playing on my PS4 for the next eight months? It suddenly starts to dawn, oh... It's basically they wallpapered over the issues, yeah. but it was damn nice wallpaper. Yeah, well, they. Oh, well, we do have a Destiny expansion. Uh, <laughs> I'm. Uh, there's a king. He was taken. Uh, oh, fucking uh, put him back. We don't want him. <laughs> no. Oh, what was I going to say? I was going to say something. Um, yeah, it's they, they did the thing that I kind of expected because everyone was saying going into Sony's conference that it was going to be terrible because they had nothing to show. And. This is all I was saying about it was just they are going to have to show off stuff that's not really ready yet, make it look nice and give us a promise for the future. And that's what they did. And they did that damn well. Yeah, yeah. They, they it was did Black well. Ops 3 as well at their thing, wasn't there? And I yeah, just which, at this point, this year is when the diminishing turn returns really well, set in for that, me that, with Call of Duty. I was just watching the thing and I was like, yes. Now, I've, I've, never really cared, I've never really cared about Call of Duty, but they did make a good, um, a good show of like leveraging that coup. The fact that they had got that from Microsoft, they made good use of it. And if you were in that room, all of the teenage boys fucking loved that. <laughs> so, I mean, for what it's worth now, and it is still worth a lot, like people are saying, well, it's not really relevant now. I mean, they forget that 
to the large mass market customer, it is still quite relevant. Mm. So oh, yeah. it was a big win for them. Uh, it's just for us, the people who are very jaded by Call of Duty, with good reason, uh, it doesn't feel like a big win for them. But on pay- uh, when you look at the actual facts of the situation, it was it's a big deal for them. So then, then we had Nintendo. Yes. Oh. I'm, I'm going to go grab a beer. <laughs> <I'll> be <right. laughs> okay, so Nintendo... I feel fucking mixed on Nintendo because, like, yeah. the first five minutes, I thought this was going to be another, like, knock it out the park um, Nintendo re- direction. Um, they started with the fucking puppets, which were... Uh, that puppet skit was amazing. Fucking loved it. It was um, it was very entertaining. Yep. Um, Star Fox looks really cool. It's like, yep, it's, it's Star Fox. It's what you're expecting. It's a it's really cool-looking Star Fox. And then the the whole event just kind of slowed down to a weird halt and it was a lot of like here's a new entry in a franchise but it's not the entry that you wanted (laughs) and like have you seen the uh what's the metroid prime game called that they announced i can't even remember now i remember that the the name they were calling it at the championship uh stream was was blast ball yeah, but Nintendo, I, I can't remember exactly Nin- what they like called Nintendo's it. Metroid Football Extravaganza Multiplayer Fuckfest. Um, yeah, I wasn't super excited about it. I want to play it on the show floor, see if it's any good. Like, I suspect it's probably going to be a decently fun game, but it's not the Metroid. Like, when they were like, oh, Metroid Prime time, everyone was wanting the, like, core Metroid Prime game on Wii U. No one wanted, here's the multiplayer shooter on your 3DS that has football as a mode in it. Like, that's not what anyone was after. I do think that it's... Was there anything in the entire Nintendo conference that was something anyone was after? Uh, I don't know. The... I mean, Star Fox looks La- fun. Star Fox looks really yeah. fun. Um, I liked how retro I, it looks. I was disappointed <laughs> looking at the, the Zelda co-op thing, um, and then I... Like, when I saw it on the show floor, I was like, oh, this actually looks really fun. It's not what I was expecting. I was disappointed to see it. But once I got past that and like actually saw it as a video game, I was like, oh, this is a cool-looking video game. I'll have fun with this. Um, I honestly, I love Nintendo's conference. If you just want news, like it's, you know, it was, it was disappointing. But as an entertaining show, and within the context of the fact that they do one of these regularly every few months, and, and they just treated E3 like another one of those... Uh, which I kind of like. I like the idea that they don't really give a fuck about E3 uh, as much I as everyone kind of else. Guess, uh, I kind of get that, but my problem was like watching that conference. I was like, all that cool Smash stuff you had to announce, um, that would have that that was cool stuff that probably should have been in your main direct. Um, they kind of set it like they were going to have a oh and one last thing, and then ended with a here's some people badly playing Mario music. The whole bunch of YouTube um, videos that they probably copyright claimed. Yeah. Um, so there was that. Um, like, it felt like a really flat end to the show. Like, it felt like they needed a oh and one more thing. They did and need... I, I will agree with you there. They I, needed I think that a, was the a real biggest problem is I was waiting for the oh and one more thing and then it just kind of trailed off. Yeah. I mean, I respect that they wanted to only show games that were coming out this year. And I respect that... Uh, uh, you know they they've been pro- like announcing so much stuff throughout the year with their directs that they kind of spent that well um i don't know i mean i just like i loved the it was i loved all the big megaton announcements from the other shows but when it comes to just a, a, an entertaining presentation and just a fun time uh, that's where they delivered, and, and I was happy with that well, and i realized they... i've upset people already <sighs> by saying that on youtube yeah well like i I liked that opening with the, the, the puppet skit. I wish we'd had more of that during the conference. I wish we'd had a little more of the silly Nintendo. We had the Iwata holding a banana. <laughs> yeah. That frustrates me because they did Luigi Death Stare at the Nintendo Championships. They did Iwata Banana. They know how the internet works and they're still doing things like copyright. Like they copyright claimed a video I did today uh, that was about E3 and showed, you know, not just Nintendo stuff, but a whole bunch of other stuff. And I was praising Nintendo to high heaven and they still hit me with a fucking content ID thing. It's like, guys, you are so on the ball with so much internet culture stuff. Why are you out of touch in this one thing? You greedy bastards. Anyway, that's that's just me ranting on a personal thing. That's fine. And then we had Square Enix. <sighs> Square Enix had us. That's what it, I felt. I wasn't even there, and I felt like a prisoner. Oh God! So, Square Enix's conference was basically a load of bloody stuff that we saw at everyone else's conferences. Um, 
we saw some Kingdom Hearts 3 footage that looked cool, and then they ended by saying, it's in development now, which kind of implies that it wasn't in development three years ago when we saw it. It (sighs) speaks to the Nintendo, like, not not Nintendo, but I'm off them. It speaks to Square Enix's arrogance. They are the most arrogant publisher as far as I'm concerned. And they sat there on the stage most of the time just talking bollocks, Talking about themselves, fucking telling us that a game that was announced three years ago is now in development, because that's what Square Enix does. They announce, 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 and don't actually make anything. They love announcing games, and they must hate developing them. Uh, That Final Fantasy remake, again, probably not in development. Probably won't be for ages. Yeah. Fucking Square Enix. Oh, God, and then they end the show with, like, here is some concept art for a new RPG. Yeah. It's going to be out next year. No, it's fucking not. You can't... You can't put out the games that you've announced and shown what looks like gameplay of next year. How the fuck are you going to do one that is currently a series of paintings? Yeah, like, like, and and how did they make Just Cause 3 look boring? Like, the the show was so boring, they couldn't even make Just Cause 3 exciting. This is Just Cause 3. In it, yeah. you'll have a grappling hook that now has tension control and detachable... Fucking parachute out of a plane while grappling hooking two oil tankers together and exploding <laughs> a building. Doesn't but at least... Well, the, the Square Enix one felt like it was torn in two directions. I think they got their, like, their action announcer mixed up with their... like. What is it, ASMR person? Oh God. It, yes. it feels like that conference was torn in two directions. Like, it didn't know if it wanted to be a public conference or a an investor briefing. Like, it felt like half of the voiceovers mm. were, here is an exciting, fast-paced action shot of a video game, and here's an investor talking about, here is the bullet points on the video game. Calmly explained to you, because you're an investor. Yeah, oh. and then they bring out the creative director of Nier 2. With his fucking... Uh, with the, Im- Moonhead. Fucking Moonhead. Moonhead. Uh, I, Emil, I believe, is the pronunciation. I, it's a Frank. character from Nia. I, I have a theory here. Yeah. I think that's Kojima under the hood. I, I, I said that on Twitter so as well. I. I'm like, I fucking think it's Kojima. Like, that would make me laugh my head off if it was. You wasn't. know what I think? Yeah. I think they wanted to, like, make the whole internet talk and make <laughs> this big mystery and be like, oh my god, what's happening? And everyone... At the stage of E3 that it was instead just went, oh, that's weird. Whatever. Yeah, I think people were just <laughs> excited that something interesting was happening. Um, and then, I mean, it, it generated some fun pictures. I know one I did got retweeted a lot with him clapping on stage with everyone and I just made him saying, soon I shall feed. And people really liked that. Um, but it was... It really was just this... It, it felt like a half-hearted attempt to be entertaining halfway through a thing uh, that was really, really boring. Um, but, yeah, just... Oh, God, uh, fucking Square Enix. They leave a bad taste in my mouth, and this is why I as I am excited about the Final Fantasy VII announcement. It's a huge, wonderful announcement, but I, I just keep thinking, this is, this is modern, latter-day Square Enix doing this. That's not great for us. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then we had the fucking PC conference, which three hours of my life that I will never get back. Yeah, which, yeah. Like, people were upset because I did a, again, I did an E3 wrap-up video on my YouTube channel. They were really annoyed with me that I didn't cover it, but I'm like, dude, they, they, they were on stage and they didn't cover it. It was, it was, I don't, it was... One of the worst conferences so I've ever here's seen. Here's the thing: I came to E3, and last week Conrad was telling me that, like, uh, on Podquisition, that I was going to like fucking hate this industry mm-hmm. by the time that I was done here. I got as far as like the end of the Sony one. I still was like, I love video games. I got onto the show floor, still love video games. Got through the the Nintendo and the Square Enix conference. I was like, uh, I still like video games, though. I still like them. And then the PC conference happened, and that's what just entirely killed me. And now I'm, I'm I am yeah. the bitter, hardened cynic. No, I hate video <laughs> games. Uh, I shall no longer yeah. be funny. I shall now just complain about everything. Blah 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 blah. I just I can't have imagined being in. I saw the the comedy Indiegogo you and Jed Whitaker threw up for the, the oh, Save God. Our Butts. Yeah, our, our seats were incredibly uncomfortable, so we made we had enough time during the press conference to make an Indiegogo campaign to raise money to buy cushions to have comfier seats. <laughs> and uh, someone gave us a dollar. We got a dollar toward cushions. <laughs> Dude, while that conference was going on, I say conference, while, while that, that 
attempt to be Conan O'Brien or Letterman went on. I had time to edit whole videos. Like I was, I went away and recorded an entire like Steam Greenlight trailer video and went back, and they were still just talking about teraflops. The only thing that kept me sane was I found I realized there was like a counter that the host was using to know when he had to move on to the next guest, and I was just watching that, being like, only three minutes until we get on to the next fucker. Oh yeah, I saw your uh, photo of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a it was a, a dour way to end the. And again, like I wish them the best. I really would like to see a great PC show. Yeah, and they, uh, they that's said not the during format. the show that they're planning one for next year. But yeah, this was not great. Yeah, keep keep it to an hour. Yeah, oh, and and change it so completely. Before we wrap up this week, I know we're at like a, a few minutes over where. Uh, where we need to be time-wise, are we? Oh no, we're at about an hour. I have, I have, I have an E3 story I want to share because I, no, I met some fans a couple of days ago while I was out in LA. Uh, what are their names? Who did I meet? I met Luke, Luke and Dan. I met Luke and Dan. So two Podquisition fans who I met up with because they're too young to drink. So we went and got tacos because I've never had tacos before, and we went looking for a Mexican place to get tacos. And we found a Mexican restaurant that was also a car wash. And obviously I couldn't turn down dinner and a show. So we went to the car wash taco restaurant and ordered a $1 taco that tasted of soap. And I'm pretty sure that they washed whatever the greens in it were. It's like, oh, we need to wash the vegetables. We have soapy water. That'll do. Just dunk it in the bucket. Yeah. Yeah. I met Luke and Dan and we had soapy car wash tacos. good job you didn't have a car you'd have left with lettuce on your windshield oh, as well so yeah i ate i ate car wash tacos that was well, that was good. a highlight of my week Woo. <laughs> well i mean you're still there we're recording this midweek you've still got like the rest of today two days or is it one uh, more day today and tomorrow still so tomorrow yeah I, I, what did i do i saw volume just before coming to record this i'm, I'm seeing some, oh, some indie good. stuff tomorrow i'm doing a nintendo booth tour tomorrow and then I've got a few days to bum about around LA and to basically just like catch up on doing actual work stuff. So nice, that'll be nice. that'll be fun. Well, good luck for the rest of the show. Yeah, uh, I'm 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 really happy you're there. I'm I'm really sad for you that you went to the the, the bad show that killed your butt. <laughs> but you know, keep at it. Uh, Best of luck to you. I don't know why I'm saying this, like I'm sending my child off to school or something. Um, but but I'm glad you're having a good time, though. Yeah, it's been fun. Part. Did we completely lose Gavin? No, just, no? just, you know, letting you guys talk. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry if I've been a bit low energy this week. Being at E3 has just completely killed me. I was up until about four o'clock in the it morning yesterday, and I am hungover. And my like, I haven't even gone onto the show floor yet, and my head is just pumping away and yeah it's not fun so yeah that's 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 the predominant e3 feeling you'll get used to it um but before we do proper wrap up gavin this is your moment my friend final thoughts you, anything you want to say about e3 do it you feel free um no I, I pretty much said everything i want to say i'm excited actually here's one thing i want to say it was really, really fucking nice over the last three days seeing social media the way it was. Everyone was excited. Everyone was happy. People were getting on. I even saw people who I've seen bicker and like swear at each other a bunch of times talking to each other about how excited they were. And you know what? It was really, really nice. It, it was. I, hope, there was... I hope it's a, a catalyst for more communication yeah. and togetherness in future in Ireland. Even the snark was good-natured. The oh, snark yeah. was all like, good natured until I was in the fucking PC show, or until yeah, Ubisoft didn't yeah. give me Beyond Good Evil fucking two. But yeah, there was no room this week for people there who just want there, to be there, assholes. Like even our jokes, Jim, we were we were being pretty snarky, That's but farce. none of it was kind of nasty. Like yeah, you know, yeah. Because there was, was one where shit. there was one where I did just tweet "shut up" when the dude from Square <laughs> Enix was talking, and I did get rid of that I, one because it was mean spirited. <laughs> The one moment that really pissed me off was when we got this really long Arkham Knight trailer and then it turned out to be a platform exclusive DLC. I was like, uh, fuck that. It's like Warner Brothers can't but resist. No, generally, I think this has been a good E3, though. It's been yeah. one of the a best. Lot of, a lot of very exciting stuff. None of the press conferences were as badly paced as um, Microsoft's or Sony's from last year. Like, yeah, sure, and EA you know, it, like, like, ground like, to a halt in the middle a bit, but it was generally a really good show. 
even in terms of things that people have been asking for, like so many women protagonists and oh, the diversity just, and representation. Was, like yeah, there was one stage was, there were two black women on stage, and they were the only two people on stage. Yeah, when would, when have we ever seen that at E three? That is you that know? is very true. It was awesome. So yay, woo! Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I am very, I I'm very pleased really with how many um, awesome, uplifting. awesome female protagonists in new IPs we've seen this E3. I'm like, yep, this is good. I like yep. these. Diversity of character and of game. I mean, yeah, yeah, there was a lot of violence and sports as there always is, but and you know there what? was for action the, for, and beyond the, ties the, and stuff. And for, uh, as well as that, but for the people who like their, you know, gruff white dude shooty games, we got we got those as well. You, you got know? that too, so yeah, yeah. Everyone got It was a perfect everything. example of how expanding doesn't mean you yeah. have to uh, cut out other things. Exactly, and it wasn't perfect. You know, they they could yeah. still always be more, but baby steps, baby steps. It was a it was a very good step forward for the industry. As Although I have to year. say, biggest letdown of of E3 is that Ubisoft you used fucking Noel Gallagher instead of me. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> sort that shit out, lads. <laughs> yeah, Ubisoft, you wankers. Get me to write your songs next time. <laughs> okay, well, that just about wraps it up for E3. Um, Laura, uh, where can people see you when you're not being, like, idly murdered by shares at pre-C conferences? <laughs> oh, God, you can find me on pretty much everything at Laura K. Buzz. So that's Laura K. Buzz on Twitter, Laura K. Buzz on Patreon, that's what pays the bills. Laura K. Buzz on YouTube. I'm going to try and do some more videos when I get back from E3. Not going to happen while I'm away. Fuck it. Just Laura <laughs> K. Buzz on anything. Splendido! And Gavin, how can we find out more about you, me old mugger? You can just search for Miracle of Sound on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, whatever you like. Fantastic, and I'm Jim Whatever Sterling. You, like. you, you know how I operate, just Google me. Uh, that's it. I hope you enjoyed our uh, lightning E3 wrap-up. I mean, it, it says something of the show that lightning took us over an hour, so that's that's good. It was a good E3, good time, and we will see you next week uh, if Laura survives oh, the, the trials. Let's hope so. I've still got several let's days of so. E3 to do, and then the next time I record this, I'll be recording from Amsterdam because I, I think I've got a 12-hour turnaround between getting back from E3 and flying out to Amsterdam. Oh, right. Blimey. Yeah, this fortnight's going to kill me. Okay, well, here we are. Fingers crossed. Uh, we will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye-bye.